Good morning. I don't get up early for many things, but this I will get up for. Y'all are amazing. Breakfast was delicious. The jokes were even funny, except for the Lego one I didn't get. I actually... <laughs> I actually was texting my husband, they have a Lego sale, like, go get going, get one. (laughs) So I need some more coffee. But we are just so glad to be here. It's a privilege always for us to get to speak on behalf of our ministry. This ministry we could talk for hours and hours and hours about, and we won't do that this morning, but we really could um, because of all the ways the Lord is working. Uh, We were founded in 1986 um, at the height of abortion taking place in our area. And we ran some numbers recently and saw, this is before Roe was overturned, that um, abortions have actually decreased by 70% since we were founded. So we know God's working. We know he is moving in this place and using our ministry. Um, So fast forward to this past June, when Roe was overturned, um, pretty exciting for us as a ministry. We'd been praying for this. Uh, last Sunday would have been the 50th anniversary of Roe being passed in our country, and we've seen 63 million abortions take place in our nation since then. So this is a scourge on our country and something that we've all been praying against, and I know we all celebrated when it got overturned. So now, is our job over? No. No. In fact, in some ways, it feels like we are even busier and have more of the burden now of really stepping up to the plate and taking care of these women. We're seeing, of course, unplanned pregnancies are still happening and will continue to happen probably until the Lord comes back. Um, So there's still those women that need our help. Uh, But there are also, what we're seeing is abortion pills are being mailed in all 50 states. I found a website yesterday that you could fill out and complete all the information, didn't matter where you lived, no doctor's oversight, and they're shipping these medications to you. So we're seeing clients now that have ordered this medication in the mail, they've taken more than the dose they were supposed to, they're making sure they're okay, it's it's really scary. Um, so we need to continue to pray and support these women before they start making these decisions that really are detrimental to their health and, of course, to the life of their baby. Um, and then, of course, we're only a few hours away from where abortion is still legal. Um, so we need to keep them from making that trip as well because once they've made the trip up there, it's very, very hard for the folks up there to help them not um, make that decision because they've already committed and taken the time off work. And so that's another challenge for us as well. So continue to pray. But I want Rachel to talk before I go crazy and talk all the whole time. I want her to talk a little bit more about life choices and the services we offer and all the good things we're doing. Um, oh, you got your own. I got one delivered. Okay. <clears throat> we could just so, go back and forth. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really exciting time to be in the pro-life movement. And I know that many of you are already, you're probably doing something in that realm now, or you were, or you were planning on it. Please don't stop. Please take the first step. Please get involved. Um, <clears throat> just to tell you a little bit about uh, pregnancy centers in general, 
because I've been doing my own research, and what I've been finding, uh, there are 3,000 pregnancy resource centers, crisis pregnancy centers. There's lots of different names for them. 3,000 from coast to coast. That's a lot. Well, there should be more, but that's a good start. (laughs) At Life Choices of Memphis, we are finding that we are in the single digits amongst those 3,000. So, for example, 2,500 of the 3,000 offer um, pregnancy testing, right? Well, we do that. That's great. 2,100 of those clinics offer ultrasounds for our clients to confirm pregnancy, viability, all to find out how far along they are. Our clinic does that. But from after that, when I go through the rest of the services, you're going to see how amazing our ministry is because there's not a lot of people that are doing what we're doing under one roof. Um, we provide STI testing, um, which uh, that's sexually transmitted infections. Uh, I know it's not anything we want to talk about at breakfast, um, but the, it used to be STD, so I like to rem- remind people it's the same thing. They just changed the words. But we're doing STI testing and that, that number of the, th- of the clinics that provide that drops down to 810. So now we're one of 810 nationwide that are providing that service. Of that 810, it drops down even further from there to about 500-ish that are providing treatment on site. We are doing that here at, at Life Choices of Memphis. Um, there are only, uh, it's, and it gets, it gets even fewer as we keep listing services, Uh, Life Choices is a a licensed adoption agency in Tennessee and Mississippi. There are only maybe, and this is a very, very liberal estimate, maybe seven or eight across the entire nation out of those 3,000 pregnancy centers that are licensed adoption agencies. Life Choices of Memphis is one of those. Um, We offer post-abortion services. Again, less than 10% of that 3,000 is offering post-abortion services. And most of our centers are supported by churches. And in our churches, there are women and men who are hurting from the pain of a past abortion. And they need to know that Jesus loves them and that that sin is not unforgivable. Mm -hmm. That Jesus went to the cross for that, just like he went to the cross for every one of our, our sins. There is redemption and there is freedom from guilt and shame Um, And we need to be talking about that in our churches. Abortion is terrible, and it is wrong, and it ends a life. But there's also a a man and a woman in in that equation that are hurting. And we need to know that they need to know that they're loved. Um, So that's what we're doing with our hope ministry. We have one starting. uh, Our next next, uh, healing session starts February the 21st. If you know of anybody in your circle that needs that, please have them contact us. Um, So I say all that just to show what Life Choices of Memphis is doing. Um, We've got a lot of uh, new uh, things that we've been doing. So those are the things that we've pretty much always been doing, medical services, post-abortion, adoption. But we're we're rolling out some new services, and I'm super excited. We're at the men's breakfast today. We want to talk about our men's ministry. For so long... um, the pro-life movement has been focused on, right, first it was the baby. Save the baby, save the baby. And then now it's more of a love them both, right? We want to save the baby, but we also want to love and, and support this woman in the process. Well, now we want to make sure that the man that is in this equation 
is being fostered as well. Um, so Shelly, will you tell us a little bit about the men's ministry and how we're launching that? Sure. So we have, there's been a, a gap in our services that we've noticed and it's, it's with you guys. You know, we have um, a lot of women come and volunteer and we have men that want to get involved. And before our men's ministry, we weren't quite sure where to plug y'all in except for doing handiwork for us, which we still would love. Um, but this men's ministry is an awesome opportunity for you to be able to pour back into the life of a man who is wanting to learn how to be a good dad. He's wanting to support his family, but possibly hasn't had any example in his life to know how to do that. So we are, we have a mentorship program that we've established now where you'd be matched with one of our clients who will be meeting with you and learning from you. Um, it's a guided program, so you're not having to come up with anything on your own. Um, but we also eventually will like to expand that to where they're taking classes and they're learning um, how to change the oil or um, how to interview for a job, all of the things that, you know, a lot of us take for granted that we just kind of had those people in our lives leading leading us through that process. They don't have that. So ultimately, our goal with all of this is to set these folks up for success. And we know and we trust the Lord that when we're honoring families and we're cultivating that, that's going to change our whole community. So... Um, Shelly talked about the abortion pill a little bit. I just want to go back to that and give you some, um, I like statistics and I like numbers and I know that, um, I like stories too, <clears throat> but for the people that just statistics and numbers speak to, speak to your heart and your brain, um, 54% of all abortions last year were chemical or via the abortion pill. That's a lot of, of pregnancies that ended via the pill. Um, and like Shelly said, there's no medical oversight there. Complications with an abortion via the pill increase a woman's risk 400% of complications. So we're trying, we're, we're trying to find out, just like we always have, what drives somebody to make that choice that they're taking such a risk with their life. What is it about this pregnancy that is, is making you do this because a 400% increase, that's a lot. Um, and, and we're seeing, again, no medical oversight to this. Um, there's actually some, some new legislation or some legislation that's being challenged just coming down the, the pike. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole segment of doctors that want to take on the FDA and, and pull this from the market. So we've got to be involved. We've got to stay um, alert on what, what our elected leaders um, are doing because right now there are elected leaders and many of them would be the ones that we would have voted for this past election term that are now trying to go back and water down Tennessee's and Mississippi's um, pro-life legislation. It's strong and it's solid. But again, there are some elected officials that, again, I would say that some of us in this room would have would vote would vote for, and they're going back on what they've said, and they're not they're not upholding um, these pro life legislation laws that we already have in place. So that's why being active uh, on a civic level is important to us as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'd just like to just wrap it up with. Um, just enforcing the reinforcing reinstating. I need coffee, y'all. Bless it. 
emphasizing, there it is, um, the importance of relationship for us as a ministry. You know, we are not just seeing these people one time and saying, well, hope you keep your baby. See you later. We want them to continue to come back, see us. We want to build relationships. Again, that's key. Building relationships, strengthening the family. Um, Y'all see these on your table. This is one of our sweet clients who went through our baby prep class, just had her baby a couple months ago. But we know her name. We know her baby's name. We had over 700 babies born last year. We know all of their names, their dates of birth. We've got pictures. We keep up with these moms. Again, it's about building relationships. And the most important thing about our ministry, what we were founded on, is that we are a ministry of Jesus Christ. So we are sharing the gospel with every single person who walks in. And we had over 100 people come to faith in Jesus Christ last year alone. So we're very proud of that. Tell them how they can get plugged in. I mean, they're all like, yes. Right. Sign you up today. Sign me up. Um, we have a um, actually a, a dedicated orientation for this men's ministry um, coming up very soon. Um, I can get all of that information to um, spring, um, and then she can filter it out. Um, it's February. The 7th. The 7th mm-hmm. is our men's orientation. Um, it, it I'm not going to say that it, it's an all-day thing, but it's... You know, it takes, it's a couple hours commitment. Um, And the reason for that is we have to have a man, everyone that signs up to volunteer has to go through a mandatory um, sexual abuse, sexual awareness training. Um, And that's, that's mandated by the state because we are a licensed adoption agency. And so we wouldn't ever want to compromise that by not, not doing what they tell us that we need to do. Um, But we, we would love to have you. I was looking at that list of that ministry where you're plugging your names in for, for things that you need. Um, <clears throat> somebody taught you all how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just a prodigy gifted person and it just all came to you. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I had to learn a lot of the things uh, about mothering and, and, and being a wife. And so we would love to see families restored. And the only way that we're going to do that is to have men restored to families. Mm-hmm. So, Visit us, come see us, and lcfriends.org is our website. Thanks again, y'all, for having us and giving us some time to speak. We appreciate it. And breakfast. Yes. Before they sit down, I just think you guys need to hear, because this abortion pill, we're not real educated about this. Would y'all just tell them how what happens to the body when we like a woman takes abortion pill, and then how you're getting licensed to get this, the way to stop it. I think Spring needs to be on staff because she's on the, she's on the Speakers Guild now. Um, <clears throat> so really quick, abortion um, pill, it works in, in two segments. A woman goes in, she takes, uh, she's given the first set of pills or she's sent them in the mail. Um, and essentially that first pill, what it does is it starves the pregnancy. It starves the baby. It immediately cuts off the HCG hormone that a woman's body produces. That's what a baby, that's what feeds a pregnancy in the first few months of, of gestation is that hormone, that constant HCG hormone. The first pill cuts off the manufacturing of that, that hormone, right? So we're, we're essentially starving the baby of the nutrients that it needs, right? And so then the baby's going to die. And then the next set of pills take, taken, um, now, and this is done at home. You do this at home. She would do this at home. Um, 
the, the next set of pills basically forces the uterus to contract just as it naturally would in labor, um, and the baby is essentially delivered at home. And they're telling women to just, you know, get in your bathtub, right? Because we all clean our bathtubs so often and it's so sanitary. Um, that's not healthcare. And then they're just going to say, what, what, what do we do afterwards? Like, what, do we, what happens to the baby? Well, you just flush it down the toilet. You're not going to take it back to the clinic where you got the pills. They're not going to dispose of the baby. So what, what does that mean environmentally? Have we even thought about that? Have we even thought about all of the flushing of the remains of 54% of abortions last year? It's not something that the other side is wanting to talk about. So that, that is how that works. Um, what is amazing and what God has, a tool God has given us to fight this is the abortion pill reversal. This is not taught in medical school. Uh, I give center tours. Nurses from Union University have come through the past two years. And when I talk about this, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Um, when, when a woman is given abortion pills in the clinic, she is not told about abortion pill reversal. But after she takes the first pill, there's a window of time that if she's given a large amount of another type of hormone, right, we're essentially replacing what the baby lost, that pregnancy can be saved, and that baby can be born perfectly healthy. It ha done correctly and in the right time frame, it has a 65% survival rate. So this is why we do what we do. And now at Life Choices of Memphis, we have a licensed nurse practitioner on staff. And so we're able to, to do this our own. Like we, women can call us, she, they can call the nurse practitioner 24 hours a day and our, our practitioner and our nurses are available to administer that medicine. Um, again, sooner the better, but this is what we're, this is what we're up against. Um, and so please just be in prayer that um, we can get the word out about abortion pill reversal because in Tennessee with abortion illegal, this is going to be the means that women in Tennessee are choosing. Yes. Um, Adoption is, it's increasing. It's cyclical. So some years it's really high and some years it's really low. Uh, most of our clients end up parenting. We offer adoption as an option. Um, and, and like I said, with, with abortion being illegal, adoption is on the increase. And that's a, that's a gigantic praise because adoption is biblical. Um, and so we want to always offer that as an option. And we also, we can, we can, um, do adoptions for women that are not our clients. Um, women, we have a, our, our licensed adoption department. It doesn't necessarily have to be a women that, ca women that, ca that came through our medical center. We, we can just do an adoption for any woman. So it's not just our clients. That's a good question. Oh. Oh, there's so many of them. There... <sighs> Um, not, not off the top of, uh, I'm sure if our nurse practitioner or nurse was here, they could, um, but, uh, Walgreens and CVS are now committed to, uh, to giving women these, these, um, filling the prescriptions for these pills. So I think there was another question. 
Oh, y'all have great questions this morning. Love it. No. <laughs> so women, mostly um, in the age ranges that we're seeing, uh, find us from Googling on their phones. And so we pay a lot of attention to our Google ads and our Google presence and making sure that's strong. We have to get with the times on a lot of that. We're looking into getting some YouTube um, presence as well because the generations now are, they're on their phones, they're watching videos, they're on Google. Probably the number one resource we have is word of mouth though. So we have clients that have come and seen us, they've had a great experience, which is the majority of them, and they share that with their friends who are also in a similar circumstance. I forgot your second question. The Lord. I mean, you can't argue with the gospel. And honestly, that is the only answer for any of us is the gospel of Jesus Christ. I would say second greatest tool is our ultrasound machine where they're seeing their baby in real time, moving and kicking on the screen. You can't argue with that science either. That's the other, you bring up a great point. He asked, at what point do you, how long up into in your gestational pregnancy can you take the pill? Really, you're only supposed to take it up to, what, 10, 10 weeks? But the problem is a lot of these women don't know how far along they are. They're not going in to see anyone, so there's no oversight. So some of these women are a lot further along. They're taking these pills and then having horrible horrible side effects with larger babies that they're delivering at home or it doesn't work and they're overdosing on the pill and making sure they're, they're not pregnant anymore. So um, that is what's scary about it. Um, there's no one saying you have a viable pregnancy. It's not ectopic, which if it's ectopic, the pills aren't going to work anyway, but your life is in danger. You need to see a doctor. Um, so they're not being given that information, and if they're not being given the information of how far along they are. So it's it's scary. Yes. Okay. Spring, you're hired. You're hired. Uh, so we, uh, our adoption agency, is unique in the fact that we um, we can be specific on our parents and what that looks like. And we are standing firm in the fact that our um, babies are going to couples that are male and female, single, male and female, not multiples, um, heterosexual couple, believers, strong in their faith, and going to a Bible-believing church. Um, we are standing on that, and we do not receive any government funding for the services that we offer. So what that means is we're not beholden to the government to tell us who to adopt our babies out to. Rachel. Um, Part of my job is I identify those clients. Our our client advocates are the women who work directly with our clients, and and our computer software has a text feed. So we 
at any time any one of us can see any of our conversations between clients and staff. Um, and honestly, when I see something that stands out to me, I just kind of follow the breadcrumbs. Um, we had a woman who uh, had taken the abortion pill, the first one, and this was before we were reversal providers, but she contacted us and we were able to get her to the right place to be able to take uh, the reversal pill. And um, she sent a message the other day. Her, ba her baby was born healthy, praise the Lord. And she said, everyone needs to know about what you're doing because you saved my baby's life. And I cannot thank you enough. And I love you. And we have clients who said, I'm have, you know, I had my baby on Monday does this mean that we're done forever? And the client was like, no, we will talk to you as long as you want to talk to us. Um, but yeah, we have clients that make videos um, that will share their story in person. Um, if you go to our website, you can see all of these videos. We, we post that or our social media. Social media is a great way to, to see these videos as well. But yeah, we have so many women who say, please tell my story because people have to know what you guys are doing. And we're like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and well, you, not necessarily, but the story behind the story, just to re respond to that is, you know, our hope ministry, we have women who come and see us because they're feeling that guilt and shame and they're going through this program and then they're coming right back and helping other women, and they're leading those Bible studies. So we are seeing clients come back as volunteers, and some clients coming back first as volunteers and then as staff members. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>